Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everybody, to the Alt Left. This is episode 106. And uh, all three of us are on deck today. We got myself, your host, Chris. We've got Drew. Howdy to all of our friends in the South and to everybody in California, dude. And the Reverend Dr. K. Good evening, everyone. Good I'm evening, here. everyone, indeed. Especially people listening in the morning. Or afternoon. You know, whatever. It's evening no. somewhere. Uh, that's all I care about. Morning people only. Everyone else can suck it. If you're listening to this after 12 o'clock, fucking hit stop. Watch, Listen to it tomorrow morning. It's the morning podcast only, even though we record at night. Don't listen to him. Help me overthrow his corrupt regime. Oh, you got me with the becoming ungovernable. I like it. So, speaking of ungovernable, um, let's, uh, there's a couple things we got to talk about today. The first one is definitely going to be um, Der Orange Fuhrer. Ex-president, only only president to ever be twice impeached, Donald Jehoshaphat Mushroom Weenie Trump. So not only is the only president to have been impeached twice, but he's the only one to have been indicted for a felony after his presidency. So he's he's just racking up the firsts. Well, he wanted his presidency and post life to be historic, and here we are. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. But on the plus side for him, it is actually making him far more popular amongst Republicans who seemed ready to ditch him until this happened. Well, yeah, because he's being indicted for bribing someone not to talk about their sex life, uh, Stormy Daniels. Actually, paying her hush money wouldn't be illegal at all. No, 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 not at all. He, uh, it's that he lied he about it. He listed it as a business. No, he didn't. It's not that he lied oh, about he, it. No, that's right. He, he listed he it as a business expense. a business expense and yeah. used campaign funds. Yes, yes, that's it. I I, I forgot. Uh, so, yeah, the state of, of uh, New York is has indicted him. Uh, a grand jury has decided that there's enough evidence to at least go to trial. And uh, they're supposed to, quote unquote, arrest him. I don't think that'll ever actually happen. I don't think that he's going to be like, walk in in cuffs or anything like that no he's gonna get uh, because the he still has well but he the thing is is he also still has protection from this you know by the secret service just like any other former president would so like that's it's just not gonna happen and Wait, as far as it's down in jail no absolutely not he's not going to fucking jail even if he is convicted so you know whatever well, and the Secret Service has to protect him from being murdered. Um, they will turn him over to the cops. Oh, yes. That's not what I was saying. I was simply saying that, like, it's it's no, it's like, it's not like we don't know where he is, you know, yeah. and he's, he's got to be, lamb. he's, Check he's got to be brought into the law, you know, like, that's, that's not the thing. On the lamb is <laughs> still sending a Secret Service bills to the government. Yes, here I'm in this undisclosed location with my six bodyguards. And GPS tracking device. Yeah. Uh, so I just thought it was interesting. Before we go, before I even go into why this is the stupidest thing ever, what I find interesting is that he was literally, right, paying a sex worker to be quiet because he was going to be president. 
that actually sounds like a good use of campaign funds. I mean, I'm just going to point out there that like, it seems like a weird charge to me because paying a porn star to shut up about your dick actually seems like a really good thing to spend your money on when you're running for office. Sure, it just should not be campaign funds, it should be personal funds. But why not? If it was for the purpose of a campaign, which it was, like, that's the thing. It's like campaign funds get used for shit that is way less about a campaign. This was this was about the campaign. This was to make sure his numbers didn't suck. Like, he, he that money was used to further his campaign. So, I guess my I mean, I is, guess, but I don't know, like... I mean, seriously, what are campaigns supposed to be used for? Because they're used for fancy dinners, and they're used for travel expenses, right? They're used for advertising. They're used to, I mean, if you can use campaign funds to take a private plane to go take a friendly interview with Fox News, and that's legit, why can't you use campaign funds to help somebody shut up and forget that you fucked them while you're campaigning? I I mean, I I guess you got me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I, I mean, it seems to me... The, the way you put it, it, it makes sense. Like you're trying to be, become president. You're trying to hold yeah. some sort of political office. Like we can talk about whether or not it's okay to pay somebody off to shut up, which I mean, if we're going to say that, well, how come the day of the DNC hasn't gone after Bloomberg? Oh, well, I mean, I, I <laughs> Who was paying people to shut the fuck up has up. been happening forever. Yeah. That's yeah, why we have NDAs and... You know, we sign contracts and things like that, you know, uh, uh, where like non-compete clauses and and all kinds of things. I, I honestly think that this has simply to do with that. It's not a what is typically considered a legitimate campaign expense. Yeah, it's because it's a personal expense. It's not it isn't like what you're saying, like taking a plane to go do an interview to raise your profile. It's telling somebody to shut up about your personal life, which. If you're going to do that, fine, but you got to do that with your own money. You can't do that with money that is set on your national profile. That's but, uh, the distinction between the two. It's for the purpose of the campaign, though. Just like if you're going to go take a fucking train ride, that's supposed to come out of your personal money, unless you're taking a train ride for your campaign, in which case it comes out of the campaign funds. Paying someone, because he didn't use the campaign funds to bang Stormy Daniels. He used his campaign funds to tell Stormy Daniels to shut the fuck up while he was campaigning. Right, but uh, along with that analogy of taking a train ride for your campaign, you can't take your train ride to the Berkshires for the weekend unless you're giving a speech there. Yeah, and he needed someone to not be given a fucking speech while he was campaigning. She's not part of his campaign staff, so anything that happens there is out of his personal funds. It has nothing to do with the campaign. Those are actually separate issues. But that, again, if he was paying to meet her or something, sure. But he was paying to protect his campaign. I can see a distinction between that, which uh, that's where his personal life is flowing into his uh, public life. And imagine if I think you make the argument that uh, public figures don't have aren't allowed to have a private life to that extent. Like once something like that happens, it's got to come out no matter what you do. I guess, but well, he, he, I think he knew, he knew it was never going to like disappear forever. I think it was more of, um, he just wanted it to last long enough. Yeah. And the main thing is 
it, there really wasn't any need to pay her any hush money because, sure, if the story came out, it wasn't going to affect his electoral chances with the Republicans. They were going to vote for him anyway. It wasn't going to help his chances with the Democrats. Right. They were not going to vote for him either. Way. Whether or not it was a wise use of money isn't what we're debating. What we're debating is why isn't that an okay use? Because, again, if someone's if a political opponent's going to run an ad smearing your personal life, right, and you decide to use your campaign funds to buy up all the advertising time on a particular show you don't want them to advertise on, that is a fair and legal use of your campaign funds. And that's not much different than silencing a sex worker that you were with. Again, I'm not trying to defend Donald Trump. The point I'm trying to make is this is horseshit, right? The guy fucking led a goddamn insurrection. And we're doing this Al Capone style. And that's the problem with it is... Donald Trump isn't being indicted because he did something wrong and New York fucking cares about it, right? No, Donald Trump's being fucking nailed because he's a piece of shit. Everyone fucking hates him. He's a goddamn fucking fascist. He sucks ass. And New York is finding a way to stick it to a guy who sucks fucking ass. And Donald Trump sucks ass. And they are just going after him because he fucking sucks. And he's awful. And he's terrible. This isn't a defense of him. But that does actually make it persecution. This is 100% about the DNC-led forces in New York State not liking Donald fucking Trump and not going after any Democrats, right? Did Donald Trump do something wrong? Sure. This is slap on the fucking wrist worthy. And they're indicting a former president. This is absolutely fucking personal. And all that means is every single one of his supporters now has the fucking ammo they need to be like, see, it's all been a witch hunt all along. He's just like Jesus. They want to take him down. He's going to be able to fundraise the fuck out of this and make millions off of just this alone. He's going to write a whole new fucking book. He's now going to get bumped up in the polls. Like, New York did no nothing but a favor to him for this, and it is only going to beef up the worst people in the nation because of it, because they actually are persecuting him. Okay. <laughs> That's what makes it the stupidest thing I've ever seen, is this was dumb, and now anything that actually does commit him for inciting an insurrection is just going to be seen as another persecution, another step too far by the evil deep state. The evil fucking liberals are coming for him, and none of it matters. Like All they have done is further that narrative. Yeah, but that was going to happen regardless. I mean, if this one didn't happen, then there was going to be something that's probably going to happen in Georgia. And if that one didn't happen, then it was going to happen somewhere else. He was always going to catch on to something to fill his persecution fetish, because that's basically all it is. He loves to be the one that's um, that has his back up against the wall and says, oh, everybody's against me. I'm just trying to do good. I'm just trying to make America great again. Fuck you. Yes. That's all he ever wants. And it was never, it doesn't really matter if it's this indictment or one of the future. All it, all this is doing is getting it the fuck over with. But the first time you indict a person who's going to say that, you have to make sure you're in the fucking right. Like, that's the thing is you, you can't if someone is going to constantly have a persecution fetish and claim that they're always being beat up upon by the big, bad Jewish liberal media. Right. You have to make sure that this time, at least the first time is done. That's not what you're doing. And instead, what we actually have is a Democratic pushed state persecuting a guy because he sucks. And that pushes that narrative. Something else that I find interesting is that even if he's convicted of this, that still doesn't disqualify him disqualify him from being president again. No, not even a little. Like it doesn't it doesn't stop anything. Even if and it was a federal indictment, I, he would be to a ban from running for president. No, that's my point. Is like 
This one, I agree with Chris. I think it is personal. Now, as far as Georgia is concerned with him uh, tampering with election results, I think that that one is much more uh, legitimate and that that has a much higher likelihood of, uh, of actually succeeding in terms of convicting him. Yes, and that one, there's a smoking fucking gun of him yeah. telling a governor, or it was an election official, I don't remember who it was. I think it was the governor, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the governor. governor and the secretary of state. Yeah, governor and the secretary. Like, telling him, I need X number of votes, fucking make it happen. Like, total, I guess it's black and white, clear as day, easy, slam dunk, fucking treason. Like, subverting fucking democracy. Like, this is huge. And yes, you're right. There are the, the fucking red hat MAGA patrol is gonna suck him off no matter what, right? There, there is no, there is no happy meeting where they're something like, oh man, what a piece of shit. But there actually are a shit ton of Republicans who voted for him who now hate him because they because there actually has been a bridge too far with him and a lot of his supporters. And all this is gonna do is bring them right back into that fold they just left. And again, it's also gonna help him fundraise a lot. That I do agree with. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was reading. Uh, one of the articles on Fox News, because the website is, the their reporting is relatively balanced, but the comment section obviously never is. And all of the comments about Trump was like, I wasn't going to vote for him, but now I'm going to again because of this. Yeah, just out of spite. Yeah, spite's a hell of a thing. Yeah. It absolutely is a hell of a thing. Um, I just find this to be kind of funny overall um, that they're giving him ammunition that they're that it's not going to do the intended thing that they wanted it to do uh that that it feels like just empty words you know like it just doesn't make any sense to me i don't i don't see it as being Unless the intended thing is to ensure that he's the uh, nominee for the Republicans again because they think they've got a better chance of beating him than, say, DeSantis. I don't know. I want him and DeSantis to go head-to-head and him start a bull moose party and fucking tear the DNC apart, or the RNC apart. Yeah, I I just don't know their motivation. I think this is literally a fucking... I mean, this honestly really is what the Republicans bitch about all the time. This is honestly an East Coast liberal from New York... Who thinks Donald Trump sucks? And he found something and was like, fucking got him. Boom. In which case, yeah. I would be okay with it. If this was all there ever was, like if Trump had no other things coming down the pipeline, right? If he had never done anything illegal or fucking treasonous or anything like that, I'd back fuck it, you know, throw whatever you got against him. But he has legitimate shit to actually fucking bar him from office and fuck up his life and prove to the world what a piece of shit he is in court. And all they did was smear that opportunity to pull more power away from him. They've given him a gift with this. And especially now that it pairs at the same time that Ron DeSantis just got fucking pwned by Disney. Like, that's a one-two punch in Trump's favor. You know, there was there was a terrific, like, again, and I don't like ever praising Donald fucking Trump, but his publicist did a killer job after this Disney thing came down. Uh, where they wrote, like, Donald Trump wrote Art of the Deal and did Middle East negotiations, and Ron DeSantis got out-negotiated by Mickey Mouse. And it was just like, fuck, like, that's actually a good singer, man. Like, well done, fucking publicist. And that's the kind of shit he's going to get. It's like, right at the time where DeSantis is at a critical failure moment, 
you just give Donald Trump a, a fucking basket of roses. And it was just, it, the timing is stupid. The charge is stupid. I think the district attorney of New York or whoever did the prosecutor fucked up on this one. And they have simply given a gift to the person they, they despise. Fair enough. Fair enough. And man. I don't like, I don't like giving fascist gifts. Speaking of fucking fascists. So the trans fascists are at it now. Um, I'm sure everyone knows we have this, uh, this Tennessee school shooting, right? Which again, a fucking tragedy. I do not like it, and nor will I defend the shooter because the shooter's a piece of shit. Shooter walked into a school and murdered innocent fucking children. I don't care who you are, or what your motivations are. You start shooting fucking kids, fuck you. That being said, holy shit, has the right wing media again talk about a Christmas gift have gone to fucking town on the fact that a trans person shot up a Christian school. Yeah, and clearly, uh, clearly it's becoming an epidemic because the number of trans shooters is now at four, as opposed to the hundreds of white mass shooters that they just don't talk about. But clearly one's a bigger issue over the other. So this, there's this great quote from a guy named Carlos Guillermo Smith. He's a manager for Equality Florida, and uh, he's actually a former state congressman, too. He was one of the big people who spoke out with Paul, when the Pulse shooting happened. And his quote says, like, after Pulse, the far right immediately seized on the killer's Muslim faith to advance an Islamophobic agenda. And if they can't make it about the shooter's identity, they'll make it about unlocked doors or mental health or video games. The same politicians who repeatedly say it's too soon to discuss gun safety reform after another mass shooting are tripping over themselves to blame gun violence on transgender people. It's desperate, bigoted, and nakedly obvious attempt to change the subject from guns. Does any serious person believe the solution to America's gun violence epidemic is banning medically necessary health care for trans people? Nope, but they're going to try. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, conservatives don't think that uh, transitioning is medically necessary. They think it's an entirely a vanity project for people with mental health issues. Yeah. And again, you don't you don't see headlines saying a cisgender heterosexual man shot up a church today. You know, you never see that. They don't fucking care. And I, again, I, I'm not going to go too into because we're preaching to the fucking choir. Every single listener agrees with us on this one. But it is really deplorable. Like I actually summoned the courage and watched Laura Ingram's bit on it. And it is fucking nauseating. I mean, she literally goes and like, I mean, first of all, dead names, like it just misgenders the fuck out of the person, right? And what we know about the shooter now is, yes, they're AFAB um, and they have started identifying as trans and identified as male using he, him pronouns and then died. It's been weird even watching like non-conservative news sources, well, conservative by American standards, um, non-conservative news sources trip over this. They can't even handle it. They're like, well, she, uh, he, I, they, uh, 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 they just can't handle it. Like they're, they just can't understand using a fucking they, them, or he, him pronoun for a person. It's just the weirdest thing that even like, like CNN I was watching and CBS were fucking everything up over it. Whereas like the Washington Post and the Guardian had no problem with it. And it's just, it's weird to me that the further right the media is, even the ones in the middle, are, are incapable of recognizing and respecting a trans individual and gender identity. Yeah, it's strange, but it's par for the course, especially since their audience skews towards people that just simply don't understand or simply refuse to acknowledge that there's even a distinction anymore. Yeah. Whereas, like, people from our generation know that it exists, and every once in a while, yeah, especially, like, older millennials like us are going to trip over our pronouns once in a while, but we're putting forth the effort. And... Well, the older generations just don't care. Yeah, yeah. they really they, don't. 
they have no interest in uh, in appeasing anyone other than themselves and their narrow, bigoted minds. And they will look for and use any excuse to not have the the true issue here being guns or um, the, the fact that school shootings keep happening and we do nothing about it. They simply want someone else to blame. They want something else to distract them from the facts, uh, hopes and prayers. And, and they just have no interest in anything other than that. Yeah, unless it uh, furthers their narrative. Like Tucker Carlson last week uh, had a screed about how you know trans people are going to arm themselves because this is all a manufactured crisis of a genocide that uh, is perpetrated by the DNC just to sell guns. Like, really? You're going to come with that line of questioning? And then I thought, you know what? Yeah, that's going to work because it always fucking works. It always fucking works. Absolutely. Yeah. He could walk up there and say, everyone, you need to fucking punch yourself in the face and shoot your kids to own the libs. And they'll fucking do it. It doesn't matter. Tucker Carlson can do no fucking wrong for the right. Because he's exactly who they want. Like, that's the thing is people wonder why people follow Tucker Carlson. That's who they like. He is an angry little white man who is scared of the world and pushes fear and pushes terror and literally navigates people through a roadmap of who to hate. I mean, he's just a walking, talking copy of Mein Kampf, where he literally walks you down this road of who the hateful rhetoric should be. It's always going to be the left. But he used to be super Islamophobic, and that's where he focused. And he was super anti-immigrant. My God, if they found out that someone came over the border undocumented and fucking jaywalked in Philly, he was going to do an entire story about the epidemic of illegal aliens fucking up our lives. That's all it's going to be. That's what it always is. And yeah. they have really found they have a cord with the transgender thing because they've been trying. They really tried with with immigrants. Um, and the problem is, is it worked with the far right, but it didn't work with anyone else. Right. And one of the big pushes for the hate on the transgender community that they can tap into is the hate is already there. One in four trans people have been violently attacked and harmed because of their gender identity. Like they don't have to build a case. Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram don't have to come up and write a script and convince you why you have to hate trans people. A majority of Americans already hate trans people. So they're not fabricating this. They don't have to engineer it. They're just tapping into a well and lighting it on fire. And as soon as Fox News and the far right started going after trans people and gender identity, they immediately got a flood of support, immediately got a whole giant push of positive reinforcement for it, right? Numbers went up, money went up, everything went up, everything trended, hashtags, fucking bills are getting pushed through. Like everyone is immediately on board because the Proud Boys and everyone want to push against drag brunch and they're tying it all in together. There's this one big map of gender and letters fucking scare me and I am old and stupid and I don't want to handle it and that cognitive dissonance and that hate is super easy to push when it's already there it's hard to build a community of hate it's super easy to pour gasoline on it yeah absolutely i mean it, i frankly i'm actually surprised that it took them this long to hit on this particular one because with the rise of fascism they always choose the easiest target and this was without a doubt the easiest one it's like shooting at a bullseye where the bullseye is most of the target yeah, you're not dynamite fishing in the lake. You're dynamite fishing in a barrel full of fish. 
So I don't know, Kay. What do you think about it? Uh, Get up on here, this soapbox. The thing is, is we've all soapboxed about how the right uh, treats trans people and how the hate for them comes about. And you said it, you know, there was the hate for the immigrants. There's hate for Muslims. There was hate Goddamn right, I back did. in, there was back, you know, there was hate back in the 1950s for Japanese people. You know, there has always been some group of, of people that they wanted to segregate and, and hate from the rest of us. There's always been some people that they wanted to persecute. I think it's the same thing with abortion. I think that it's the same thing with, uh, you know, with Trump. It's all cult of personality. It's all the same issue in terms of that they they simply need somewhere to focus their dislike for themselves more than anything. When they have this like this thing to focus on, it makes them feel good. It makes them feel better because they can bully and talk down to and do all of the things that that people that are generally unhappy with themselves do to other people to make themselves feel good. Uh, and and the trans people are just the flavor of the month, to be honest. Yeah. And the sad truth is they're just going to get more and more ammo for it because since we have a shooting epidemic in this country and we're the only country where this happens all the fucking time, statistically speaking, there's going to be more and more shooters that are going to be trans. And that's just going to give more and more fuel to the fire until there's actual fires in people's homes and people being dragged out of the street, people being dragged into camps. Yeah. And they're already calling for that kind of rhetoric. Like, let me just give these two quotes here. Like, uh, Trump Jr. Um, uh, tweeted, maybe rather than talking about guns, we should be talking about lunatics pushing their gender-affirming bullshit on our kids. And then he wrote another tweet. The next follow-up tweet was, there's a clear epidemic of trans non-binary mass shooters. And I'm just like, where the fuck is this epidemic? But it just, that's the point. Is it doesn't matter, right? Actual facts do not matter. You're pushing no. a hatred of, a, of an underclass, and that's all that matters. So Matt Walsh, um has commented on this if you don't know who matt walsh is he's another piece of shit who's like one of the biggest anti-trans movement guys there is um and he said he he called the gender ideology movement the most hateful and violent movement in america uh and this is in a podcast he did he said the christian children murdered by trans mass shooter uh it was what he tweeted and he said left-wing trans extremists are violent dangerous people and i just want to point out so uh, there was uh, the Washington Post did an analysis by the Northeastern University database on this stuff, and they, they did a um, an analysis from Northeastern University Associated AP and USA Today put all their numbers together, and since 2006, 96 percent of the 340 mass killings involved a single that were involving just a single shooter were committed by men, not well, trans men. 96 percent by cisgendered men. I mean, you know what the demographic for, you know, mass shooter is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's what, cis, hetero, more? white man. Usually in the their early 20s. Of, yeah, between the ages of 18 and 30. 
Like mm -hmm. that's what the demographic is. So it doesn't surprise me when you tell me that, that, that it's, what would you say? 96%, 98%, 96% men. So fucking surprise. Yeah. But that doesn't rile up their base further with that simple truth. Of course not. So they're going to cherry. They're going to cherry pick information. They're going to lie. They're going to simply say it the way that they want it to be. And because they continue to say it louder and faster and harder and more often than anyone else, their base will simply believe it. They will not bother trying to look at the statistics. They will not bother trying to even think about it in their own minds. This is a cognitive dissonance issue. They, they don't care about what the truth is. They only care about what they want to believe. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I don't think it's cognitive dissonance at all. I think it's worse. Cognitive dissonance I can forgive. That is, that is a natural phenomenon of the brain avoiding learning something contrary to your belief structure. This is willfully finding this. This isn't even, I don't want to hear that yeah, because I it guess goes you're right. what I believe. Yeah, this is, yeah, this yeah. is, this is just hate. That's no, all you're right. It, it, it absolutely is hate. Fucking, it is just ignorant, gap-tooth, southern cousin fucking hate. And everyone who's in the south, fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> you're great if you're listening to us, but fuck that entire region. Uh, because that's what it is. It is Tennessee. It is fucking Kentucky. It is Texas. It is fucking, I mean, Utah is one of the exceptions that you couldn't even call the deep south. But it's fucking Georgia. It's fucking Florida. There is a demographic of piece of shit who is seized control of the government and is supported by a majority of the populace. There is a regional cultural malfeasance here. Now, Absolutely. Does that mean everyone who lives there sucks? Not at all. But it means there is a majority of people who don't see trans people as living, breathing human beings with rights. Yeah. Which is why we should strip states of power. We shouldn't have state governments at all. Because with the allowing of state governments, you get laws like what Tennessee is putting through. You get laws that Florida and Georgia and Texas have put through. Anti-trans bills are all over the fucking law books, and this couldn't happen under a federalized system. Yeah, that's true. But unfortunately, short of revolution, that's just simply not going to happen. Which will Very happen true. right when we're too old to do anything about it. Probably. Counting on you, Gen Z. Get it done. So transitioning, there's one more thing that's gone on that has been on everyone's head, but we haven't actually talked about it here on the show, is the Restrict Act, which is the uh, the TikTok ban bill. Oh, Yeah. So it, it led to a whole bunch of happy, fun moments of boomers not understanding how Wi-Fi works, right? And it was very reminiscent of when they went after Facebook and Instagram. It was like, are you going to end a Finsta? And it, 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 was, it was really cute. It was really funny watching ancient Republicans uh, cry about China. Um, but the actual point of it was not to ban TikTok at all. And it wasn't even to rally up a base. They're trying to push an actual bill for this one called the Restrict Act, right? And what this is, is draconian as fuck. Um, it actually doesn't even mention TikTok in it at all. 
uh, what it would do would be to criminalize any social media company that is owned or communicates with a foreign entity or an enemy. Sorry. Um, now, this is something it would do things like criminalize VPNs. So if you run a VPN, you could actually be charged and put in prison for it, um, for using one that connects anywhere that the United States doesn't like that week. Nice. Yeah, so it would it would basically put the Commerce Department, uh, not even intelligence, the Commerce Department would be in charge of deciding whether or not your VPN or the apps you're using qualify as something that you're allowed to do as an American. Um, it could it's going to block cryptocurrency transactions because it depends on what country it's going to. It's going to completely block people's access to their Bitcoin wallets. And yeah, it's, uh, the technology targeted by the government should be connected to a foreign adversary. That's the words. Any foreign adversary. The definition is broad enough that they could apply it to anybody, even our allies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's extremely ambiguous uh, just to say adversary. And the language that they use in these kinds of bills is always that way. Now, I mm -hmm. haven't read this bill. I don't know what it says. I read parts um, of it. It's pretty fucking terrifying. For the foreign I, adversary part, they actually list examples. China, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Russia, Venezuela. And then it says that the Secretary of Commerce can designate new foreign adversaries in consultation with the Director of National Intelligence. Gotcha. Right. So no congressional oversight, nothing whatsoever. Yes. So whatever, whenever, however. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not surprised one iota. Uh, they do this kind of thing simply based on that they're looking to see how much they can get, how far they can push, and how much people will allow based on fear. Because that's really what this whole thing with TikTok is is about. It's about fear. Is they're they're afraid of a Chinese quote unquote Chinese company. Uh, with a CEO who's not even Chinese, um, stealing information from from the the average person here in the United States, and no, it's the like, Chinese government's going to know what cat videos I like. Right. <laughs> you Those know, cat videos are between me and the several hundred advertisers that are paying attention. <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, Facebook steals more information about its users than anyone else in history. Um, and, and the thing is, is you give it knowingly and then they steal it from you and they sell it to everyone, including you know, China, like, in, uh -huh. including, yeah, up to and including China. Like <laughs> this is, this is simply fear mongering. And, and this bill to me sounds like they're simply trying to push the envelope to see how far they can take their own power. And just just wait until you find out what the penalties are if you use a VPN to access TikTok if it's banned. Civil penalties of up to $250,000 or an amount that is twice the value of the transaction that is the basis of the violation. And criminal penalties up to 20 years in prison. And a further million dollars. That's in the bill. Wow. Just fucking Wow. Yeah, it was sponsored by Mark Warner of Virginia and has 25 co-sponsors in the Senate. But all you have to do is be engaged in, quote, sabotage or subversion of communications technology in the U.S., which would be using a VPN to access your cat videos on TikTok. Wow. I, look, I, I, can't, I can't say that I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, the Senate has blocked it, so we'll see what happens with it. 
Uh, but it's pretty, I mean, it's, you got Holly, that piece of shit has been up in there in the Senate, uh, basically saying that, uh, he, he called it, uh, he called it digital fentanyl. <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean, have you watched any of the clips from the hearings, dude? I mean, yes, but does what, talk what access does... my VPN? Does it access my Wi-Fi? Does it monitor the dilation of my pupils? To, like, oh, it's fucking insane. I know it, but but when somebody calls it digital fentanyl, what is what does that even mean? What are they what are they likening it to? What are they fentanyl. trying to express there? <laughs> no, trying to, trying to make it sound scary. To something that's dangerous for the kids. We have to think about the children. It's digital herpes. <laughs> like it just it just blows my fucking mind how out of touch these people are. It's digital Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where the WMDs are. <laughs> Where China? Yeah, probably. Not a thumb drive in China. <laughs> uh, so yes, climate change is happening. Stuff. The world is literally melting. Gun violence is everywhere. Trans people are being persecuted, and the government is telling us all to. Government officials are telling us to hate them and want to kill them, as well as members of the media can't even get pronouns right. And we are being led down a hole of hate and fear while the main focus of the government, besides killing trans people, is to take away your fucking TikTok dance videos. That's the focus. Man, and it's not even Tuesday. No, it's Thursday. Wait, it's yeah. Friday. It's Friday, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this won't be uploaded until later. This is Monday. <laughs> we are recording this live as we upload it. 100%. Always live. Studio audience. And by studio um, audience, I mean my cat. Hello, cat. Yeah, your cat looks very engaged. She is yeah, definitely she's part fair. of this conversation. <laughs> she, oh, look! There you go. You got her. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for us this week. Join us for next week for something also depressing and terrible. I don't know why you're still here, but we love you. Thank you for coming back every week. And uh, just hang on, and we will see you soon. Um, until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember that the revolution dance on TikTok is you.